Let's go, Preds. Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold. It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show now at 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Good Tuesday morning to you. How are you doing? Up it's a good start. Good day. Greg Pogue, Pat and Cook. Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. John Burton will be back in tomorrow. A couple days off. Uh, just ten. Just taking a couple of days off. I think we all need that every once in sure. a while, right? Hey, Pat, how you doing, man? Doing good. Uh, a couple of days off never hurts the soul, as I've come to find out in my early time here. <laughs> Your early time, huh? Uh, on this planet, is on that this it? Planet? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That uh, um, you know, people that um, you know. My wife has told me I have relaxation down to a fine art, <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and, and so. Uh, and, 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 but that, but then again, I don't ever have it. So anyway, um, yeah. Tuesday morning, uh, Brad Powers is going to join us at nine twenty-five. Alan Bell, ten twenty-five. Your phone calls all throughout the morning. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Anything going on? I mean, I mean, are we? Uh, is this the one little? Because the combine starts a week from today mm-hmm. up at Indy. And there hasn't been – Is it, I can't believe that the NFL has – somebody hadn't been arrested or – well, I guess Alvin uh, Kamara was indicted. Have you seen that video? Yes. Not great. <sighs> yeah. I mean in – In a day and age where there's cameras everywhere, you really uh, can't get away with much. Well, especially in Vegas, hot- you know, casino yes. hotels, okay? <laughs> Every floor, all right? Yeah, well, the guy tried to get on the uh, elevator, and they shoved him back, and he didn't like that, and – then they beat the crap out of him, basically. So, um, yeah, about the only thing going on in the NFL right now, today's the day you can place uh, transition tags on players. Who does? No one. I don't know. I don't know the last. Seriously, I, I'm sure they are, but the transition tag is like the top. I think you can do that, and you got to pay them like the top 10 right. average salary. I don't. Not much anymore. Yeah, I know. Not I'm, much. Yeah. And Lamar's kind of the one guy going around right now. Uh, of course, uh, didn't get that big contract that he wanted this past off season, and kind of held out towards the end. So the drama is there. Will he play on it if uh, if the Ravens give him that kind of fully guaranteed contract? But that's about the only thing going on in the NFL. That and Alvin Kamara, like you were talking yeah. about. Uh, college basketball tonight. Uh, the uh, should be interesting. A couple games here um, tonight, especially with, uh, you know, I got to thinking about this. The Vanderbilt thing, if it's a lot of ifs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if, 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 and and the five-game winning streak uh, is it, what it is, but it's sometimes you become what you are, and yep. certainly, it, I, I, well, that would just be something that would be really hard to sustain, quite frankly, to get to where everybody – well, they got to do this. They got to do that. Got to do this. Got to do that. In my my mind, they got to basically maybe win three of these last four and go all the way to the championship game on uh, next week. Uh, yeah, I, you, I, yeah, yeah. You need that win at Rupp because really yeah. the rest of the games don't do much for your resume, yeah. but losses can effectively kill you. But I, I think you win that game at Rupp and you give yourself a chance in the SEC tournament and. 
I'm looking forward to see kind of how they handle this challenge because as good as this stretch has been, if they kind of fall off late, I mean, will it would have been a great February and in January? Sure, but will it be remembered as good as it is right now? I'm looking forward to kind of see how they handle this kind of stretch they've got coming up because it's all in front of them. Yeah, they're not sneaking up on anybody anymore. No. Um, uh, tonight, 6 o'clock, Tennessee, Texas A&M. Pull, pull up the lines. I have no idea what they are. I'll try to guess. Uh, that's the ESPN game. And, uh, of course, not a great way for Tennessee to uh, get in, get get healthy right. uh, mentally. And, and I guess physically with Phillips and, and, and Josiah Jordan-James still whatever they are. I mean, James has just sort of been a, hurt half the year. So they can't depend upon him. Uh, I'm going to say, man. This may be a pick em, like a Texas A&M, maybe one or two, or somewhere through there. A&M one and a half. Yeah. Right now. Wow. that's <laughs> um, Man. And, you know, I this this game, you know what this is going to be? It's going to be 45 to 44. Right. Right? Like that <laughs> Auburn game. Was that last Tuesday, Wednesday, yep, whatever it was last Tuesday. week? Um, you know, 46 to 43 or whatever. I, this game could be like that. Uh, Mississippi State and Missouri's at 6 o'clock SEC Network. That's a, that's a sort of a bubble game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go Missouri minus three. Three and a half. And... I, if I get this one that close, I'm quitting the show and going to Vegas. Um, that doesn't mean you win. Then right. Georgia, Arkansas, um, Arkansas by eight, nine, somewhere in that range. A little bit more, thirteen and wow. a half is well, the line. Yeah. So tomorrow night, uh, then uh, Vanderbilt. Uh, you talk about the games uh, they have coming up. LSU uh, on the road, six o'clock tomorrow night. Very winnable. Kentucky at Florida tomorrow night as well. So. Uh, Anyway, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I just the Vanderbilt thing it, it intrigues me because now they're they're talking about you know playing onto the bubble and the thing with the Alabama game still five in a row things fall and it's also when you play teams sure. as well uh, and that's what I thought the Alabama was they're catching Alabama at the worst time of the year mm-hmm. Alabama may be the best team in the country. Yeah, right now. When they're right, they are. And they've kind of had their moments, uh, but they've also had their really good moments, like when they played against Vanderbilt. Yeah, I, and it's it's kind of funny because Jerry has done enough kind of here down the stretch that I think no matter what, and I think, to your point, it, probably no matter what happened this season, barring a bottom three in the SEC, he was always going to be back next year. But this team is probably going to be a better team than what he has next season. There's not going to be any Liam Robbins. Manjohn will move on. I believe he's a graduate player. There's a couple pieces in there that maybe move on. You've got a nice freshman class. I got to see Isaiah West uh, two weekends ago, Greg, for Good Pasture. I did the uh, PA for their district tournament that was hosted at DCA. What a player he is, by the way. But I think losing a guy like Liam Robbins – there aren't just many of him laying around where you can just throw it down low, have him outside shooting shots, and defensively he's as good as a kid. So I, you hope that kind of down the stretch here they can finish it up because I think next year won't be as good of a team with some of the pieces you're losing. But anyway, so that's um, tonight, the uh, Tennessee-Texas a and I'll, I'll watch that one. That's going to be yeah. a fun 
Uh, it may be like uh, going to the dentist or something, you know, <laughs> with some of the way those two teams play because they want to they want to make it a you know a, a, a rock fight. Yeah, I might get know. a black eye just watching yeah. the game tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and that's defense travels. We've we've, yep. we've talked about that uh, as well. Predators tonight. A lot of conversation about you know heading into the. Um, uh, the March 3rd uh, trade deadline, they've got five games remaining, uh, one of them uh, here at home uh, tonight, and that is against Vancouver. Then Thursday at San Jose, Sunday at Arizona. They are 2-4 and four out of the All-Star break, including the uh, lost Sunday to the Wild, a, a team that's right in front of them that they needed to get two or at least one uh, with that. And that, that so... Um, I I think they've already made up their mind. I think they're sellers. Exactly. Uh, but but who's going to buy, right? I mean, what 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 are your equitable uh you know, Ekholm, you want to give up on him, Fabro? You know, defense has been a premium on this team. You've given up on some young forwards, Kevin Fiala, yeah. uh now Ellie uh, Tolvanen, right? And in Seattle. I mean, who are the the suspects, right? Grandland? Yeah, the teams that are are willing to buy the Preds players right now, the Preds probably aren't willing to give up on. Well, at the Forsberg's moment. he's go, still going through, I guess, concussion protocol. I don't yeah. think that's he he and he and uh, Yossi have no trades. Let me ask you this one: You got Askarov down there. Uh, you know where I'm going. Yeah. Who's the biggest value <laughs> right now? And that's UC Soros, right? You yeah. can get more for him than any player. Because if somebody needs a goaltender, a, a, a number one goaltender, you know, you've got it. Yeah. In, in 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 the Preds are in a unique position because for the past couple of years they've kind of had that guy in waiting, and I'm not sure anyone saw the kind of rise of UC Soros early on. It's a great question. It would certainly shake things up, and it would certainly kind of shed light on where the Preds are heading. It'd be like the Titans straight away Derrick Henry. I mean, you kind of give that vibe that all right, this just isn't our window anymore, and we're willing to kind of kick this can down the road and, and look to build for the future. I I don't think they would do it purely out of just kind of court of public opinion, quite frankly. Yeah, but it's – yes, and but and this isn't anything, but UC doesn't have that magnanimous personality that a Pekka did, okay? True. Uh, and, and so I don't know that there's that much attachment to him – so far, because he's just what a couple years into Good it, point. and he's made the his value is maybe as high as it's ever going to be. Just made the All Star game, All Star team, um, and a was it the Vesna Trophy finalist. So I, I don't know. I just when I heard when I was thinking about it, and I heard some people talking about that. I go, you know, Johansson, who wants that? Duchesne, who wants that? Uh, Granlin, okay, role player. Second liner at best. Yeah, th those players, really, Johansson and Duchesne, it's kind of like in the NBA where teams are uh, – they're wanting you to give them picks to take on the contract. Uh, they're well, you're probably going to have to eat some of the money too. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, they're looking at it as we're doing you a favor so you help us out instead of the other way around. So, yeah, they're, they're, in, a, they're in a tough position right now. and I, I, I don't think they can rebuild if they wanted to. No. Right? Because they can't unload everything, right? Nope. I mean, we're, so it's going to be what a reset, a uh, and a, a competitive rebuild. A competitive <laughs> rebuild. Oh my gosh! I guess did Paul say that? I think that's probably yeah. the one of the things he wished he could have put right back in his mouth the very minute he said it. The competitive rebuild. Um, I don't think they can rebuild because they don't. 
they can't unload what it would take to rebuild. Yeah, they're pretty stricken right now. They don't have a lot of avenues, and even if they wanted to buy, I don't believe they've got the salary cap to do so right now, or the or the assets kind of uh, in terms of draft picks and stuff like that. So, I they're in a bad spot, and kind of the best case scenario for them this season was the moves that they made in the summer were, were going to be enough, and they have proved to not be so. Yeah, and, and you think they're both thumbs up, Ryan McDonough. And Nino Niederreiter, you thought, wow, those are significant, positive moves. And neither one of them is, you know, McDonough's been hurt, Niederreiter. I mean, I I thought they were good moves, but they're just not productive. You know, they got a lot of those Sissons, Trennan, a lot of those second-tier players that either going to have to move up or move out, right? Mm. One of the two. Yeah, their their stars aren't playing like it right now, and they've got some middle of the road guys they're relying on to give them real production. Tanner Janot, a guy yeah. that you really can't expect to get twenty goals every year, but he got twenty four last year. So you're thinking, well, just go ahead and do that again for us this season, and that it's just kind of been a letdown for just about everybody other than UC Soros this season. Roman Yossi has been okay; it hasn't been his uh, elite, I think, potential all season long. He's had his moments, but. Just their stars haven't played like it, I think. Well, tonight uh, they've got five games remaining. I've already think they're in sell mode, but I don't know that they, you know, I want to I want to sell my clunker, but I can't, right? right? You know, <laughs> so we'll see how it all works. And then just where we're going with John Hines, I think is going to be an interesting conversation as well. I don't th- I think David Poyle is secure. Uh, I, I really do. But there's he's at that you know at his age you know what he wants a cup I mean do you and there's always that that carrot that dangles out there in the NHL just get in the playoffs it's more it's more true in that sport than any other well maybe baseball because they don't they limit who gets in right if you get in 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 baseball you you got a shot if you got a couple you know uh, a one-two pitcher right you know in a a short series certainly but um um Phillies this past season yeah I mean you, you see it and but um by the way uh while I was off uh, uh traveling uh, the uh, mountains of eastern Kentucky last uh, week um Corbin Burns when they had to go to arbitration for the second year because he just because he's so good uh they settled they were offering 10.7 here it is it's a 10 million 10.5 million dollar contract and they were seven hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars apart on a ten point seven million dollar contract, and boy, the yeah, I mean, come on, your nickel and diamond, your your Cy Young winner. So anyway, all right, anything else? I don't know. I'm just uh, running. Oh, I've got some news. I guess you saw my yes. email. Yep. I am. <laughs> Uh, I don't know when I'm going to have it, but I'm going to have uh, shoulder surgery. Say that about 14 times in right. a row. Shoulder surgery. Um, <laughs> I have, um, and I've been. It's been bothering me a while. Uh, I am going to have. Uh, I have two torn, not one. I didn't have me. Have me. You know how many rotator cuff tendons there are? Uh, there's two, and both of mine are torn. One of them is five centimeters off from where it should be. The other is four and a half centimeters, wow. and they're going to fuse them back together, put them on top of my shoulder, and may have to use cadaver uh, to to uh, to do it. And so the first three weeks, I'm on one of those. You see the torso trays mm-hmm. like you 
I'm I'm envisioning it like you're sitting at the bar. You know, you got your arm straight the out, pad under the, it. Uh, the pad under it. I've got to do that for three weeks, which means I'll have to sleep sitting up for three straight weeks, and then after that, another three weeks in a sling. So six weeks of total immobility. So um, I may just be sleeping here. I don't know. I don't know uh, if I'll ever get to see you, Grant. I don't know. And, and so, when you said two, I thought you had one in the other shoulder. To be honest, and call me dumb, I, I didn't know there were two. I in didn't each either. Shoulder. I, I didn't know. So I've got two torn tendons in my right rotator cuff, and it's you know it hurts to brush my teeth. So anyway, but I'm, I'm going to learn. I'm pretty ambidextrous. I've got to you know you know. But that's that's where we so we're trying to figure out a time. The times I, I wanted to you know sooner than later, but I'm thinking no, I got too much. To, it may not now be until the first. It really doesn't matter. Sometime yeah. this spring. I mean, I've been living with it for a, you know a while now. So anyway, but that's coming up. So if anybody wants to know where I am, I'm sitting upright with my arm on a a, a tray that doesn't have food on it that that just means you have to watch a lot of uh spring training well, baseball well you know the, the thinking was just go ahead and do it and then i've got uh if i did it like the tuesday or monday before the sec tournament but we've got other things we've got playing going on we're going to be down at the omni mm -hmm. by the way uh march 10th not in a week from friday uh our thursday and friday show next week we're going to be at the evansville at the ovc tournament there next we week and then the following so i'm thinking about if man if i did it like the monday or tuesday before march madness I could just sit up and watch basketball from 11 in the morning until, you know, midnight, right? So four straight days. So I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to do it. But anyway, that's coming up. Speaking of that, on this show, it's going to be Brad Powers. Uh, do a little prognosticating coming up. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. At Total Wine & More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals. Get up to 35% off over 100 different wines and spirits, including Cabernet, Sparkling Wine, Single Barrel Bourbon, and so much more. These savings are huge, and even better, they're on top of prices that are already the lowest in town. Deals this good don't last long, so visit Total Wine & More to find yours. Love what you find at the lowest price, only at Total Wine & More. 
Drink responsibly. B21. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you're away from home and you want down home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash, or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City, and of course, the world famous biscuit bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, Fifth Avenue downtown. It's a Bill King show. Somebody asked me this ascension of Tennessee football. Is it sustainable? I think it is sustainable. They're recruiting ranking school. You can get a plus personnel to Rocky top Tennessee. And the state is now way better than it ever was in its past. Producing plays. Weekday mornings beginning at six on sports radio, five sixty on 95, nine FM. One is in great shape. The other is, well, a shape. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. John Burton with a day off. I'll be back in here uh, tomorrow morning. Patty Cook, Greg Pogue, Brad Powers, bradpowersports.com, the Bill King link at the top right of the page. Of course, he's on with Bill every Friday morning during the 8 o'clock hour. Brad Powers 7 on Twitter. Brad, good morning. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Well, <laughs> well, thanks for doing it. I appreciate that. Uh, what are you doing right now? Not not like physically sitting in your pajamas or anything, but what are you working on? Well, I mean, I'm physically, you know, at a park right now. I'm uh, going to go for a walk, ah. but, uh, you know, that's what I'm doing right now. Well, good for you. That that, that in, in, inspiring. Uh, I, I, got some- <laughs> I don't know about that, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but that that is what i am uh, up to so i mean you know long story short you know it, it is a little bit of a down period for me mm-hmm. i mean I, I i'm still working on football i'm anxious to, to dive into basketball here within a week uh but uh you know these next couple of weeks are are you know the, the last couple of weeks uh you know for me are pretty down period i'm not the only one i i've seen quite a few people on vacation uh this week uh in the industry that uh you know, obviously, last time I saw him in other places in the world uh, well, was last summer. You know, I, I have a question. This is always because your power ratings are what you go by, right? And yep. and 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 of course, you measure that against the number and all of that. And you, you've heard you say many times, and and I believe you. You trust your numbers because of everything that goes into it. My question is though, where? And I think I've asked you this before. Where is the baseline? Where do you start with a team? Uh, and not necessarily a George, Alabama, Ohio State, those, but the the, the mid-majors, the bottom half of the majors, uh, the power fives. Where does the baseline start? Because it doesn't it have to do something with uh, last season, returnees, all the different components. Yep. I always have found it curious how you start. 
Yeah, so really good question. And, uh, I, you know, one thing I have been working on is I do have my first set done, probably a month ahead of schedule than any other time. So I, I'm done already with my original college football work. So where do I start? You, you hit the nail on the head. Start with last year's end of season power rating. I mean, it was good enough that I was felt comfortable to bet that, you know, whether it was, you know, Alabama or South Alabama. I was comfortable with those power ratings to bet it. So I'll start there. And then what do you do? Well, I mean, you're going to take a look at, well, who's coming back? Uh, I mean, who left not only on the roster, uh, but who left on the coaching staff? You know, who do you have replacing it via, you know, recruiting or the transfer portal? You, you do some up-downs there. Now, is it a perfect, you know, right here on February the 21st? Is it a perfect, you know, power rating? No. Uh, but, uh, I mean, that, that's some of the just generic, you know, the, what you're going to do. You start with last year's power rating and then, you just do an up-down off of that. I mean, are they get three points better than, you know, they were last year, seven points better? And when I say points, I'm just strictly saying, hey, would I favor this year's team by a field goal over last year's team or vice versa? So, I mean, maybe it sounds complicated a lot, but I'm here to tell you, when you've done it a long time, it ain't that complicated. Well, and I guess there's another round of transfer portal coming around. you got the spring games as well, and I know you watch them all. Uh, yeah. How much do they play into it? Because those things can be so, you know, ridiculous of how they, you know, score things and all this. And they, most coaches don't even want it. It's for the fans. Uh, but yeah, and then the, and then, but another round of transfer portal. Yeah, so I mean, I do watch spring games. I just there's so much roster turnover. I just, I mean, I don't care if a guy goes out and throws seven touchdown passes. I'm not going to, you know, automatically run to the window and bet him to win the Heisman. I just want to know who can play, who can't. I mean, particularly if the starting quarterback goes down, I mean, how capable is the backup? I mean, can he throw an out pattern fit? You know, uh, is he capable of moving the offense? Uh, and that's the type of stuff I'm looking for when I'm watching the spring games. And, and just, you know, generally speaking, why wouldn't you watch it? I mean, it's kind of a you know almost like a, you know a cheat code where you know two hours you get to watch players you listen to the announcers and they usually have talked to the coaching staff it's a quick uh, kind of spring ca- recap of what happened during the 15 practices so that's why I watch that um, and then the, yeah you're right another transfer pool around it'll be you know hot and heavy you know kids that uh, doesn't look like they're gonna have an opportunity to play uh, transfer out uh, so yeah there'll be there'll be constant adjustments I said I got done with my power rings well. That, that's the first of probably four different sets. I'll have one, you know, got done now. Uh, I'll have one post-spring that'll come out in mid-May. I'll have another one uh, probably mid-July. And, you know, I read the magazines, continue to, uh, you know, to update the, the transfer portal stuff uh, during the summer and whatnot. And then I'll have one, you know, during fall, you know, fall camp, so, you know, wrapping up and you get ready for week one. So it, it's constantly, you know, evolving as far as the power rings. I mean, you have to stay on top of it. Brad Powers with us, bradpowersports.com, the Bill King link, top right of the page, Brad Power 7 on Twitter. I know you, like Bill, uh, a Notre Dame fan. Uh, Jack Swarbrick, uh, <laughs> to, yeah, you, uh, and it's, it's sort of funny, you know, the, the uh, Utah Andy Ludwig is buyout for the OC uh, to replace Tommy Reese, and of course, Andy Ludwig, was here at one time on Derek Mason's. I think Mary, he, it may have been his yep. very first offensive coordinator when Derek Mason was at Vanderbilt. But um, some blowback from Swarbrick, but they don't really care, do they? No, I mean, I, I just, I'm not surprised by it. Kind of a snarky email he sent out. I just, what I don't understand is Jack Swarbrick's been around the block. I mean, he's in his 60s. I mean, he's been there, done that. But I just don't know, understand, because Marcus Freeman had his press conference yesterday, 
uh, the new offense corner had his press conference yesterday. And I, these are guys in their late 30s and how they can be more effective communicators with, with so much less experience than a guy like Jack Swarbrick. I just, I, I don't understand it. But, uh, yeah, I, I pretty much thought that would be the, the case. Uh, we need more money because, I mean, I'm very familiar with Notre Dame. It's all about the money. Uh, not necessarily that they're going to spend it, but they want your money. And that's pretty much what the email was. The buyout, the, the money wasn't a factor. It is basically the, the email. Well, we were willing to pay the buyout. Uh, so that that's wrong. But at the end of the email, oh, by the way, if you want to donate more money to the university, here's the link. <laughs> it's like it's like he's just shot everybody, all, all the fans, the finger, right? I mean, basically, yeah, yeah. Well, they've been doing that since I mean, for the last thirty years. I mean, it's just that's Notre Dame football. So I mean, it just I mean, it's nothing like what what it was when you grew up, and that's not a shot at your age. I mean, it's it's a shame. I mean, I. I'm kind of I have a love hate relationship with it because obviously I loved it I was a fan you know fan as a kid but the problem with me is I became a fan of a kid at that you know the, the height of the Lou Holtz era I mean it hasn't been the same since so I mean my, you know the, the pinnacle for Notre Dame football is when I was ten now I'm forty and I've seen thirty years of just I uh, mismanagement. Well, yeah, the um, era era Parsegan and walking through that door and you know that kind of just no. the, what I grew up on. You're right and. Just uh, it was. You're going to be there. That's the big news. You're going to be there. You're going to go down. You can go to the church. Go down to the grotto by the lake and stuff. You'll be there with Tennessee I, I've, State, right? I've, yeah, Tennessee State opens the season. Let people know what we're talking about this coming season. Uh, I, I presume I will be there. They haven't signed me for my contract yet, so who knows? Oh, I'm uh, sorry. But but that's over. No, I mean it's not. I'm still in the middle of this one, right? With basketball still going on. But yeah, um, they open up. It'll be the first time Notre Dame has not only played an HBCU but hosting one as well. And of course, the Eddie George factor. And that's going to be on NBC national television. So yeah, that's it. That's a really good look, I think, for Notre Dame, and it's certainly a big feather in the cap for TSU. I have a line on that game already. Notre Dame by 52. Are you serious? I'll say, yeah, I already power rated the game. But I'll say it. I don't think that's just a pure power rating. Well, hold on. Why did you if you, you brought it up? I would bet Tennessee State because I, I think the true number probably come like 42, 45. But if we're just doing a pure power rating, Tennessee State 52. I, I don't know name by 52. I have no idea how you would handicap an FCS right now with all the transfers uh, in and out. Um, not just TSU, obviously, but but at all levels because there's, you know, they always had the ability to have the drop downs who could be eligible right away. Now, you know, yeah. every they're getting everybody's. They're not, you know, the ones that are unhappy. They man, there's just a whole nother avenue for FCS schools to get players who want to play, and it's a. Uh, it's pretty amazing yep. what's what's going on with it's it. It's an early one. It's February. I'll have a better one yeah. six months from now. But, I mean, it's it's enough that I bet it. I mean, if they hung the number Notre Dame 35, I'd be running the winner with Notre Dame. But you brought that up and then tell me a 52, man. That, that was <laughs> – uh, but it will be neat. Now I've been up there before. I've uh, actually it was the Vanderbilt beat writer, uh, and when they played up there a few years ago, about when you were fourteen, I guess we we're looking at your fanship. Uh, so, um, but uh, anyway, yeah, you know it's crazy. I could tell you it was nineteen ninety five. Bob Davy was mm-hmm. replacing Lou Holtz because he had that neck surgery. Uh, Notre Dame won forty one nothing. That's how terrible I am. Uh, that's okay. I was at that game, by the way. So okay. uh, uh, I think and, and, uh, Rod Dowhower, I think it was his first year, the head coach at Vanderbilt, of those two years of 
of miserableness. Uh, <laughs> you know how hard it is when you go in and then they're they're back to back. I think maybe two and nine, one and ten back to backs. Yeah, and that's rough. as a beat writer, you go in there to talk to those young men, and they're fine young men, right? You know, they have to qualify to get into Vanderbilt even more stringently then than now, and just to look at them in the face, they were beaten. They were, you know, it, it's just so sad. Mm. But anyway, that's that's so. Yeah, I got the, the good thing about Vanderbilt football. I mean, they're going on to bigger and better things. I mean, I was on that campus last summer. Uh, you know, obviously, I had time to go on that campus, but not come in and see my good friend Greg Pogue. But who's willing to buy on that campus? Yeah, go ahead. Well, I mean, no, I was just saying. I mean, look, they're not there to play football. You know how the Ohio State famous quote, "I'm not here to play school." I mean, you know, Vanderbilt for the most part. I mean, they're there for school, not necessarily football. Well, that's those saying they want to be Harvard Monday through Friday and Alabama on Saturday. Uh, I don't know if you've heard that one. Don't worry. Yeah, I, I know. They uh, don't work that way. But though. you know what, though, and and right now, and I will say this because I have followed it quite closely. The Chancellor Diermeyer there, before their leadership at the top didn't give a rat's ass, okay, for, for forever, okay? And now I do believe they have some forward momentum going with facilities, with money, yep. uh, and, and they're they're got a $350 million, $400 million fundraiser to enhance or build something, new football stadium, new facilities, new football, uh, what they call them, the student-athlete performance centers that they everybody labels now. So, yes, you take Vanderbilt deserves every shot it gets. But right now, I have more confidence in their top of the line leadership and their AD leadership and, and maybe even Clark Lee than I've had over there in a long time. So you're telling me I should be betting Vanderbilt over their season win total? I didn't say that. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, I'm just saying uh, that. It takes, you know, where they're competing, they they need to be all in, and they haven't been. And I think right now, the the especially at the very top, I mean, he seems like he understands what the you know that old saying that athletics is the front porch of a university, right? What is that season? No question, right? it is. Yeah. Especially what, the football yeah. game. What's what is the yeah good thing? Patton just jump right in there, Patton. He wanted to know what the season win total is for Vandy. You know that yet? Yeah, it won't be out yet. I don't want to, you know, pull behind the curtain too much. Uh, I'm guessing it's going to be in that three and a half yeah. four range. I mean, if it seems low, I mean, keep in mind last year's open like one and a half two, and they easily flew over. So they're, they're making progress. I mean, uh, definitely better than what it was just two years ago. Yeah, I had a couple wins. I don't think anybody expected. So anyway, all right, Brad, tell the people how to do uh, find out what you're doing and 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 uh, maybe. You know, maybe you can, uh, you know, do, go live with your walk this morning. <laughs> there you go. A lot of holes in the desert, Greg. Uh, <laughs> we got to find some more. Uh, but speaking of the desert, I mean, uh, we're going to be kicking up some basketball here. And if you go to bradpowersports.com, Bill King's tab, top of the page, basketball service available there. We're going to have a different type of newsletter for the upcoming season. It'll be my bets. It'll be just strictly power innings. I just don't have the 40 hours a week to write up every single football game every single week. But uh, check that out, bradpowersports.com, Bill King tab, top of the page. All right. Thanks, Brad. Enjoy your walk. Take care, buddy. Hey, take care, guys. Thanks All for right. having me. Uh, Brad Powers, he just sort of randomly brought up the TSU at Notre Dame because he wanted to unload that 52 spread. I, I don't know about that. I, I really, you know, we'll see. You know what? Uh, spring football starts at about 
a couple weeks, right? Yeah, I think yeah. less than a month, probably. Yeah. Well, what is this? Last week of February, I would say some probably start within the next couple weeks. Some of them, some of them start early, get it over with. Some of them split it up. They'll do a couple weeks spring break, then a couple weeks. Uh, I think I'd rather have um, all the players after spring break so they can run off what they did in spring break. So. Anyway, all right, all the way up to the top of the hour. Want to give us a call? Here's how: 615-844-5600. Clones, what do we want when we're craving protein or we need some more energy? Not bars, not sugary snacks, not energy drinks. What we want is beef, pure and simple. So where's the beef? It's in a package of Old Trapper beef jerky. Old Trapper is not your father's jerky. It's not shriveled, dry, and tasteless. Old Trapper beef jerky is made from lean strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a real wood fire. So it's tender and it's tasty. It's not tough. And why is it so good? Because Old Trapper is a 50-year-old family business known for their relentless commitment to quality. They take smoked beef extremely seriously and you can taste it in every single bite. Old Trapper is packed with protein. It comes in four great flavors that satisfy all your cravings. Quality smoked meat at its finest that goes with you wherever you go. To the game, to the gym, to the beach. So look for Old Trapper in the Clearview bag. You can see the quality you're buying. Look for it in major retail stores near you. If you don't see it, clones, ask for it by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper, what's your beef? Jacob the Electrician is on the air saluting the brave men and women of our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts shall never go unnoticed. This proud salute is brought to you by Jacob the Electrician, providing quality service and pride. Give Jacob the Electrician a call today at 615-582-3452. That's 615-582-3542. Jacob the Electrician, on the air saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everyone knows time is money, so don't wait weeks for the IRS to send out your tax refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt instead for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee, tax-refund advance loan. With up to $3,500, you could bring home the bacon and bring it home today. Money now instead of later? That's worth its weight in gold. Don't wait weeks for your refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company, details at jacksonhewitt.com. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. The Grizzlies are a fun team. They're a really good team. They're playing extremely well. The Grizzlies have a reputation of getting under a lot of people's skin because they are a cocky, mouthy team. They're good. They back it up. But somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to be the heel of the NBA. And probably right. they're the heel right, right. now. And I think, I think they enjoy that role. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. 
The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Wow, those guys are still on. Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Pat and Cook, Greg Pogue, John Burton with the uh, day off. Be back in tomorrow, a couple days. Just uh, in Pat and uh, uh, Brad mentioned it. This is sort of the time everybody, you know, we before the NFL Combine and, yep. and after. Of course, we've got March Madness around the corner. We're going to be up at the OVC Basketball Tournament uh, next Thursday and Friday doing our show. I'll be up there. And then the following Friday, it's usually the first Friday, but since we're going to be there, we're, I, I actually had thought about uh, doing it anyway. Uh, Friday, March 10th, we'll be down at Kitchen Notes Omni Hotel in conjunction with the SEC Tournament that's going on. And uh, the uh, headquarters of the SEC there at the Omni Hotel, no surprise. No surprise at all. I yeah. Probably we'll be doing the show right from here, but uh, I, I'm, I think I'm going to go down pretty much just about every game until the semifinals and championship when uh, the Kentucky fans price me out a little bit. And Kentucky fans will still come, okay? Because yes. even though maybe not as many, you got to remember if there's uh, 10,000 Kentucky fans in the building, there's another 10,000 outside the building that well, half of them don't even want to go in. They'd yeah. rather sit at the bar and watch it and, and raise hell, right? Yep. My grandparents currently live here. They never buy them online. They uh, just kind of go out if they find the price uh, that they like ticket-wise. Uh-huh. They scalp them off the market and then uh, But anymore, they, they don't even have paper tickets. So now you got to – they're all on your phone, yep. right? All right, let's get a call or two, 615-844-5600. Tony, good morning. Tony in Nolensville. You want to do it? Guys, good morning, Tony. <laughs> good, good morning. I'll let Patton handle that. I don't oh, need to pull. Brad. I don't need to pull anything this morning. So <laughs> that's pretty good, um, guys. You, talking about the fans right there, I was going to talk to you one or two other things, but y'all had a little note right there with me, a little nervous. You know, the Kentucky fans showing up in basketball is sim- very similar to. LSU fans showing up in baseball, their team don't even have to be playing well, might even be eliminated or not even make a tournament. But you know what? Their fans are going to show up. I've seen it at the College World Series. I've seen it at the SEC Baseball Tournament. And uh, I will give kudos to those fan bases in those respected sports when, uh, when the tournaments come around. It's really amazing. So I wanted to say that. And, Greg, I was at a uh, thing yesterday with some UT fans, several, matter of fact, and we were just talking in general, being very open, not cutting at each other's throat. And uh, it was amazing how we were talking about the, I guess, the negatives of our program. The Tennessee fans, they, they were really disgusted that, They've been as good as they've been here of late in football, basketball, and baseball, and they still can't get to the next level. They were they were really upset, and and we I was talking about uh, out at Vanderbilt. I know a lot's going on spending money wise, but at Vanderbilt, you know, we talked about this last week. The schools are they just they're fixing to get or did get. $50 million from last year's revenue. Vanderbilt will take their money, and if I'm, I might be wrong on this, but I think I'm not, 
they can take that money and use it any way they see fit, that it does not have to go, even though it's sports-generated revenue, it does not have to go back into the sports sports department or the sports uh, uh, teams. Are not correct on that? Well, yeah, I mean, they. I think they have act use of that money. I don't think it. The, the, you know, it might be a time where it would go to you know Kirkland Hall and they hoard it and don't spin it back out. But you got to the the way this system works is how many how many student athletes they have over there on scholarship, right? Uh, what two hundred fifty, three hundred? Let's say uh, yeah, uh, just a bit. By the way, they're adding volleyball. We've talked about they're adding yeah, volleyball, that. yeah, which is cool, because that's a sport you can add with no expense, right, except for the scholarships. Right. And here's how that works. It's a paper trail, but the athletic department for every scholarship, what's a scholarship worth over there, $70,000? They have I to pay, so, all right, so 70000 times 300. What's that, $21 million? $210,000. No, it's too much, $21 million, right? Yeah. Uh, I think, I don't know, whatever it is. Okay, but they have, the athletic department pays the university for those scholarships. And it's like that at all the schools, public and private. So that's the way that works. You talk about the $50 when the new contract comes in with Texas and Oklahoma, it's going to be in the 90s per team when that new contract comes in. 90, 90, $90 per school. And uh, like you say, with Texas and Oklahoma coming, yes. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, – and in playing, I've talked about this a lot before. Bandy Lance and I've talked about it before. It just seems like the revenue that is generated by the sports teams does not always get put back into the sports uh, areas when Vanderbilt spends the money. I don't know. It, it, that's what we just seem to feel like a lot of times. Yeah. I hope we're wrong, but I don't know. And well, a lot of, uh, uh, but another thing, a lot of Vandy non-Vandy fans will say that, hey, that money's generated by other schools for Vandy. Yeah, well, I mm-hmm. see where they. I, I doubt, I, I doubt very seriously that TV contract Vandy doesn't move the needle on it. Okay. Uh, well, we, I, I I'll give you that, but I've said a thousand times too, and Kansas alluded to this not too long ago in a interview she did in the newspaper is Vanderbilt's a charter. They're not going to go nowhere. No, that, I'm and, not suggesting that at all. Either, you know, so. Right. But, oh, I know that. I know that. But when you have a city like Vanderbilt, uh, Nashville to come to where Vanderbilt is, people love that. And, and with the money generated by the sports teams, and even though it might be their fans filling our stadiums a lot of times, it's still going back to the Vanderbilt, you know, the department. And when you've got this type of circumstances, I just think it bodes well for Vanderbilt in one respect, but in another respect, the Vandy fans still, it's hard for them to swallow a lot of times. You know, the game the other night, I bet there were 5,000 Auburn fans there Saturday night. I bet there were 5,000, maybe more. And you can tell the difference in that they were there. And one thing that they did, Nashville has the has the largest Auburn Auburn mm-hmm. alumni charter outside of the state of Alabama. 
Yeah, the, those Auburn grads, those Auburn grads aren't moving to Minneapolis. They're they're you know. No, so. they're not. <laughs> and a lot of them, you know, Brentwood Academy BA used to stand for before Auburn. Mm-hmm. They used to send too many there. So anyway, that's just some of my tapes, All right. guys. And Thank you, Tony. Thanks, guys. Looking forward to John getting back. Stay safe, John. All right. See you guys. All right, see you, Tony. Probably appreciate it. Let's do this. We'll take a break. You want to call us? Here's how. 615-844-5600. Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, that was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. The new February instant games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet... You could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal. Both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. And now, Habit Inspected Property Solutions is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. This message is brought to you by veteran-owned and operated Habit Inspected Property Solutions. For residential home inspections, radon and air quality testing, or mold and thermal imaging, give the pros a call today at 615-527-8113. That's 615-527-8113. Habit Inspected Property Solutions. Proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Staunch Titans fan, season ticket holder, Tim Kelly is OC. Your reaction? Oh, I hate that so much. (laughs) Oh, I hate that so Well, all right. Some more uh, tight end bubble screens, right? This sucks, man. Yeah, this is live reaction, dude. I had no idea. That's trash, man. I hate it. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, putting the fun in dysfunctional. Got a a few minutes uh, in this hour. Uh, I don't blame you the way I've been moaning and groaning over here. You'd be, uh, uh, wait till I'm ready to talk because I'm going to. 
tell you, I'm struggling with this shoulder, man. I've, I've been, oh, yeah. you know, I've been fighting it for a while, and I'm going to go under the knife. Um, I don't know when. It sort of doesn't really matter. I mean, I'm not. They don't need me uh, for uh, opening day. Uh, they maybe middle relief by July, August. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know the way the Brewers pitchers last year in the bullpen. They, I might as well be just as good as them. Uh, but uh, anyway, I, I really think it's really cool what they're doing. We we touched on this yesterday, but this statue for Peck Arena on the um, uh, the Bridgestone Arena Plaza, uh, March twenty fifth at ten a.m. Uh, they're going to have an unveiling of a Pekka statue, 11 feet tall, 900 pounds. Of course, he played 683 games, 15 years. Uh, his jersey, 35, is the only retired number in, in franchise history. And 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 everything he did with uh, Best Buddies, and I know the Best Buddies, the, him and Shea Weber with the 365, uh, you know, fund you know that they had, feeding the front lines, all of the different things, and the Best Buddies. The annual uh, prom that they do, my son Clay is attended. That is such a cool thing, and 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 more beyond than Pekka leaning his name to it. Best buddies will all of the schools when Clay was in high school, and all the people that had special ed programs, uh, they would pay for if people couldn't afford it the tux mm. or the gown for the for the ladies, and they would pick them up there at their school in in uh, limos and take them. And it would it was prom night wow. because you know they don't have those yeah, that yeah. socialization on a normal prom night and everything. So yeah, it's so so that's going to be cool. Even cooler, and I want to get him on, and I'm, I'm and everybody's going to hear this because they all everybody in town listens to me to get the good ideas. Uh, Scott Wise, I'm kidding. Scott Wise is a season ticket holder. He's a Clarksville firefighter. He has been commissioned to do the sculpture. How cool is that? A awesome. firefighter from Clarksville who's a season ticket holder, uh, and the bronze casting that he's going to be used will be Pekka's actual stick, actual glove, and actual pads, leg pads, uh, that will be used for that. And, and so just a that's a I don't know if yeah. I could have that pressure on me, Greg. Wow. <laughs> You know, just the building, really, it's just the face. I mean, all, all the time you see, like, that Peyton Manning bust at the uh, NFL Hall of Fame, it's awful. Yeah. Well, but will the mask be on, you think? No, the mask has to be off. That's even make it more, you know, it could be anybody behind the mask, sure. right? So, no, it's got to have it. I don't know. I would have him, like, you know, have the mask off, holding it in his yeah. hand and the stick in the other. You know, I'm I'm the sculptor here. I'm telling you. No, no, do. yeah. But that you're right, though. What, what pressure with that? Because that thing's going to be there for – uh, Especially because you're a fan and you like actually love Pecorino, yeah, like in 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 perpetuity. Is that the right in perpetude? Yeah, that's in perpetude. Like that. uh, I think both were correct. So yeah, but he's going to be there. Uh, that statue will be there long before you're gone. I mean, long after you're gone. Yep. So, but eleven feet, eleven feet and nine hundred pounds. Uh, the statue of Pekka, which is. Or what other we we don't have any statues over for the Titans. Nothing at Nissan. Uh, no, I know we have um, uh, for um, the legendary. There's a few of them over at uh, the uh, the ballpark, First Horizon Ballpark. Yes. Uh, one for um, the TSU legendary track coach. So I don't know. That is a lot. We need to get Scott Wise on and put some more pressure on him, right? Right. Because they're going to unveil that. That thing's got to be it's going to be unveiled in like four weeks, five weeks. That thing's got to be almost done, right? Huh? I hope I so. I don't like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I hey, hope it's almost done. His ready. nose is off. What's up? <laughs> he doesn't have three nostrils. 
Anyway, next hour, Alan Bell, your phone calls. ABC News, I'm Jim Ryan. President Biden met with Poland's president in Warsaw during his trip, marking one year since the Russian invasion of Ukraine. President Biden reiterated the importance of this alliance as the conflict moves into its second year. There's a lot of challenges that we have to face, but I'm confident we can do it together and uh, develop our partnership even further as we meet the challenges we're about to face. The administration has announced new steps to hold the rail industry accountable for accidents like the one that happened in East Palestine, Ohio. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg on Good Morning America. Things that we're doing at the Department of Transportation to raise the bar. Things that we need help from Congress to do in order to hold rail companies accountable. And things that this industry needs to do differently. The Supreme Court is taking up its first case about a federal law that's credited with helping big companies like Google, Facebook, and Twitter to protect themselves from lawsuits over the content on their sites. This is ABC News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more. And calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Nashville's first curling venue is here at T-Line Nashville. Come check out T-Line Nashville and experience the world's fastest growing winter sport today. Curling is a fun and simple sport that's a perfect outing for friends, corporate events, families, or parties. T-Line also has classic bowling and modern bowling mini games. With over 20 HD TVs, you can come watch your favorite teams and some of the best food and drinks here in Nashville in the large bar and grill area. They also have an outdoor area with a fire pit and you can't forget the live music. T-Line 
Nashville is a one-stop shop for a great night out. Located at 106 Duluth Avenue and online at tlinenash.com, you can book your party now or give them a call at 615-439-1024. That's 615-439-1024. And make sure you give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at T-Line Nash for all the news, events, and updates. T-Line Nashville, Nashville's first curling venue is here. Golfers, tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops with the new 2023 Aerojet Woods and Irons from Cobra Golf. The new Aerojet Woods are designed with a unique aerodynamic shape that delivers faster club head speeds for longer drives. And the new Aerojet Irons are made with hot face technology so every strike delivers more distance. Elevate your game by swinging into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit on the new Cobra Woods and Irons today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, unmatched expertise, unmatched service. Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Vogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Vogue and John Burton Show now. 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. It is hour number two. Alan Bell, CBS Sports, CBS Sports Digital, will join us in about 20 minutes. Our weekly uh, chat about the NFL and other things with uh, Alan uh, as well. Meanwhile, 615-844-5600. If you want to give us a call, Pat Cook, Greg Pogue here at the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center Studios. John Burton with a day off. He'll be back in tomorrow morning. Let's go to the phones. Just let me talk, Greg. Hey, Clay. What's up, man? Pogey, how we doing? I'm doing all right, man. I've kind of come down with the crud, Pogey. You sound really good. <laughs> uh, Greg, I was thinking about this. So you've done a show on this channel with David Coleman, mm-hmm. Big Joe, mm-hmm. and now JV. Is, is there anyone else? Um. Well, in the mornings, yeah, uh, nobody else. But afternoon, though, Bill King. Bill and I were in the afternoons before I moved to morning. So when when would you have started, say, with David Coleman? A two thousand ish. So twenty three years ago, basically, yeah. And I've been right there beside you the whole way, hadn't I? Posted? I wouldn't go that far, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, you know, I've been thinking about it, Greg. Um, and we talked about this yesterday on Vandy's resume. That grambling game just sticks out like an albatross, you know. And in the end, that's maybe what's going to keep them out of the NCAA tournament. Um, of course, there's still what four games plus the SEC tournament to play. But uh, in my opinion, I mean Vanderbilt should win. You know, Rupp Arena will be tough. But the other three games, you know, I think Vandy should win. And as it stands now, I think they would be seeded fifth in the SEC tournament. And correct me if I'm wrong, but if they were seeded fifth, I think the five seed plays the winner of the 12-13 seed. 
from the first night, which would be South Carolina and Ole Miss right now. No, and very, you know, so that could get them to Friday. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and Schmitty called yesterday. had a really good point because you want the best teams right now that are playing the best, and uh, are they one of the best 68 teams in the country? Yeah, but they don't – they look at body of work, uh, and that that, the Southern Miss loss and a couple other losses, and, you know, and right now – it's also not as much because their net still in the 80 range, I guess. Uh, but it's also there are so many teams in front of them. This is now – if this was just a five-bid league, but this is a seven-bid league. And I don't know that it's ever gotten eight. Uh, so are they are – they, who do you put them in front of right now? If you're talking SEC, I'm not, I don't care where they rank nationally – if their league's only going to take eight, they could be the five seed from the regular season, but the body of work does not suggest that they would be worthy of a uh, a, a five seed. Would a five seed tournament be maybe a, a ten or eleven seed in the tournament? Now, I, I, that's yeah, it's it is an albatross. You're right. Um, you know, this is the second year in a row where Vandy has gotten hot late in the season, and that seems to be kind of becoming a trend with Jerry Stackhouse's teams. It's been a crazy season, quite frankly. I mean, the Alabama debacle, you know, the Grambling State game, you know, but now you'd have to say that they're playing right now, currently, they're playing as well as anybody in the SEC. And it all is kind of going through Mr. Robbins. I mean, Lim Robbins, let me ask you this, Greg. Lim Robbins recently – has played his way into get, getting drafted. Would you agree with that? Yes, yeah, I do. Because his, I mean, he's, um, I, you know, a five-tool player, right? I mean, he can face the basket, he can dribble, he can move, he can run, he can shoot. He's got three-point range. Uh, he's a long defender inside. Yeah, he's he he's got he his game may be suited better than to the NBA game than it is the college game. Quite frankly, I just don't see. I, and I looked at Joe Lenardi had an update this morning on bracketology, and he has eight SEC teams in the NCAA tournament right now. And I just don't, I don't think the league has ever gotten that many. And when it's all said and done, I don't think they'll get that many. I think it'll be more like a seven bid league, don't you? Yeah, eight's eight's a stretch. If that eight is Vanderbilt, so um, I mean, but if you know. Something crazy happens, and they win out, you know, and then win at least a game in the tournament. I guess you're sitting there uh, would be 20. Say if you lost on Friday in the tournament, you'd be 20 and 13. And I don't know. It's just interesting case. We'll just have to see what happens. But I just think in the end, the grambling thing is going to be too much to overcome. But who knows? Yeah, and, and more of the body of work, just more than that one as well. Uh, so, anyway. All right. Hey, thanks, Clay. Appreciate it, man. See ya. Um, I, I just don't see it. I, I, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. but the thing about it is they used to be – remember they used to be, what have they done in their last 10? That's not a factor anymore. Even now, margin of error – I mean, margin of error. Margin of victory – uh, goes into the uh, formula as well, which I'm not a big fan of because you're, you know, you got a 20 point lead. You're trying to push it to 30 with the last minute for your, you know, standing. 
in the and I, I know people may not want to hear this, but if Vanderbilt is Duke and they're in this same sort of situation, mm -hmm. struggled early, but here late they're hot and they're beating teams that are making it into the tournament, they're making it in. Oh yeah. But unfortunately for Vanderbilt they just don't have that national prestige and as much as the committee and the uh the people deciding uh, who's making it into the March Madness tournament as much as they don't want to admit it that that's a factor we saw it whenever they had Zion they had no business making that tournament that year but they did and here they are yeah and what did they do once they got there that did they uh can't remember. I can't remember either. But yeah. and you had the Trey Young factor uh, with Oklahoma. That was a team that had no business making it in either. They did anyway. So well, maybe Liam Robbins will get them in. Maybe. Yeah. No, I don't. It, there's not. You're right, and it, it, it's not necessarily fair, but it's the way it is, and it's almost like I was talking with uh, Brad last hour about how you start your baseline for teams. Yeah, those the the blue bloods are always going to you know get the consideration. That way, you, every AP preseason poll, Kentucky's going to be in it. Mm -hmm. All right, whether they you know they're out there playing donkey basketball. You ever played donkey basketball? No. <laughs> you ever heard of donkey basketball? No, I have not. They they quit doing it. I don't, man, I'm off the wall here today. But uh, they quit doing it because of PETA, right? And then, but they would bring they would be traveling <laughs> groups would bring in donkeys. And put them out on the basketball floor, and you would ride the donkey. And I did it for a charity long time ago, when I was still at the Daily News in Bowling Green. That's long before you were born. Donkey basketball, and they would crap right there on the floor, huh. uh, and people would be there right to scoop it up. But you would ride a donkey around <laughs> and play basketball on a donkey. Unbelievable. Google it. All right. Google donkey basketball. I'm not making this up. People think, well, what? Dang, what these tripping in there this morning donkey basketball i've actually been on a donkey in a basketball game before be damned is it there it's on google <laughs> so it must be true uh all right 615-844-5600 if you want to give us a call um what are you laughing about i mean well just the the description a donkey basketball game is usually staged as a one-time fundraising event typically uh -huh. in public schools there you go here we are so you've never heard of donkey basketball. Anybody been to a donkey basketball game? 615-844-5600. Tell us about your donkey basketball uh, experience. Uh, the wow. teams that are going to the NCAA from the SEC, I guess they're saying seven, right? Yeah. I'm just going to go straight off the net with this because that's – I've been told that that's what I need to look at. Okay. Uh, and, and, and so I look at it, okay – all right, Alabama, I'm, these are their nets as of today, right, through games of last night. Uh, Alabama is two. Tennessee is three. Then it drops. Arkansas is 19, which is, I think, high, quite frankly. Uh, Texas A&M is 27. Auburn is 30. Kentucky is 33. Mississippi State is 43. Missouri is 52. So there's eight right there. I mean, that, and, well, and you mentioned Arkansas. What, what were they, 14th or something like that? Or something pretty high. They're five. Now, Arkansas is like, uh, I'm thinking they're they're 19. Okay. Yeah, 19. Yeah, they're 7-7 seven and seven in SEC. See, play. they're 7-7 seven and seven in the SEC, and, 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 and Vanderbilt is better in the conference than yep. them, That's right? Two, uh, a game lead on, on – on Arkansas, and you mentioned Mississippi State. They're six and eight. 
two-game lead for Vanderbilt. But it non-conference matters. Yeah, their net's 43. Yeah. Those Missouri's 51. And, yeah. then, and then after that, it drops all the way down to um, – there's a big drop to Vanderbilt at 87. So – if there are eight teams, I still don't think Vanderbilt's one of them. Right? Probably not, no. Is Missouri in? They're, I've, they're, uh, in Joe Lenardi, they, he does have them making it. And I did see uh, <laughs> Andy Katz yesterday. He released his quote-unquote top 25. He had Vanderbilt at 23. It's not, of course, AP or anything like that, but that's his – top 25 teams in the country and he had Vanderbilt top 23 it's going to be interesting uh they well they got to take care of business they need to go three and one and or four and oh with one of those being the win in Kentucky next week um by the way uh our buddy Jason Kemp said I've never been to a donkey uh, basketball game but I have been to a game where my team played like <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, so I'm a relic on the, the donkey basketball games. I don't know. I'm. I just don't think Vanderbilt's got enough in that. That net is too much to overcome. By the way, uh, MTSU Lady Raiders back in the top twenty-five, the AP poll uh, once again. So good for uh, good for Rick Ensel and their crew. They've uh, they've got two like every, most of them. They got two more weeks uh, of the regular season. Uh, to go, uh, but uh, you're looking at you know their rankings where they are in the net. It's pretty amazing. And I know uh, Ken Palm, which is also something kind of one of those analytical sites out and, there, and, and very much part of the selection right. formula. Ken Palm has weathered the test of time. Yeah. What and, does he have? Him? Well, right now it's got him at 87. But Man. in one of the one of the Vanderbilt podcasts that I listened to with Chris Lee, he's got a. There, you can take losses out, and I know that you can't do this, but you take that Grambling loss out, I believe they're in the top 40 um, in the Ken Palm rankings, which is just so killer. Just that one game, and they're in the in the 40s. And that was kind of after this run here recently, which it, it's a killer loss. It's at home. It's something Vanderbilt's never done, I believe, losing to a, a, um, a WAC school before, so. Swack. Swack. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and Schmitty made a good point yesterday, though, that down Grambling's a pretty decent team, won 18 games and all that, but it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Who are they beating, right? You know, the teams that you beat, you want them to go on and not lose another game, right? Because their wins help you. But Grambling's not, can't win another game. But, you know, I don't care if they got 38 wins, they're all against teams that don't help. Yep. You know. All right. I don't know. I just um, – interesting. No, I was looking at the uh, NCAA women's net right now. Um, of course, South Carolina 27-0 is out, out there. It's amazing what she's done. Carol Lawson has done there. Tennessee is 16, you know. And that so that – what a – they're going to be, what, a four seed maybe? Yeah. Four seed. And there's thought of them still being sort of middle of the pack in the conference, right, uh, by Tennessee standards. Uh, but yeah, a 16 seed MTSU right now. Their women in the NCAA net are 30. Cool. So a they need a six seed 
you don't want to be you don't want to be the eight nine. No. Because the eight nine winner plays the one. Okay. You don't want to be an eight nine. You'd rather be a ten, eleven, twelve right. than an eight nine. I'm serious. Yeah. You'd rather be a ten, eleven, twelve than an eight nine. Because then you got to turn around and play the one if you win. So anyway. All right, let's take a break. Um coming up, Alan Bell, CBS Sports, CBS Sports Digital. Brad Fowler, Century 21 Right Realty, is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. Brad Fowler, Century 21 Right Realty, is our area's premier and most trusted real estate professional, backed by years of experience. So if you're buying, selling, moving, or improving, give the pros a call today at 615-519-3339. Brad Fowler, Century 21 Right Realty, a professional who cares. Welcome to Smashville, home of your Nashville Predators. Join us at Bridgestone Arena Tuesday, February 21st for College Night with the University of Alabama as your Nashville Predators take on the Vancouver Canucks. Purchase your College Night tickets today at NashvillePredators.com slash College Nights. That's NashvillePredators.com slash College Nights for a Preds and Alabama co-branded hats. And don't miss February 28th as your Nashville Predators take on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Secure tickets at NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. Let's go Preds! Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, (laughs) environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the Double Your Refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4223. Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, listen up. Pi Insurance wants to give you one of those aha moments, the kind that could save you money. Workers' comp is probably one of the biggest costs you face. But did you know that insurance providers have flexibility in setting their prices? That's right. But many don't bother giving small businesses the savings you deserve. Instead, you can get lumped in with other businesses and overcharged. Pi Insurance was created to change that. With Pi, you get a quote tailored specifically to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. Take three minutes to see how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. These things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. And by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. The show played on a loop at Guantanamo Bay. 
The Greg Pogan John Burton Show. With so much drama in the NFL, it's time to check in with our man, Mr. Allen Bell, because he somehow, some way, keeps coming up with great information like every single day. Well, no John Burton this morning, but we hear his dulcet tones. Alan Bell, CBS Sports, CBS Sports Digital, at Alan Bell 24-7. Alan, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. Look, hey, uh, like the uh, promo said, shout out to all the boys over at Guantanamo Bay. What's going on? Get me caught up. I am in and out, out of it. What's happening over there? They, they, they invade Cuba. What'd they do? <laughs> no, there was just a promo that played right before it. It said the only show that's Streaming oh. Live oh, I got it. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out of it, Alan. I really am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I've just found out I'm going to have to have uh, shoulder surgery. I've got two, uh, who, who knew you had two rotator cuff tendons? Both of mine are torn. Who knew? Oh, well, yeah. You, well, you know what? I mean, look, man. You know, you, you've been throwing the ball here for a while, right? Probably well, need a little, you know, little rehab stint. Well, right you know, I, I'm, you know, for well, the way my Brewers pitched last summer, yeah, in middle relief, I'm, I'm fit right in, even with a bum <laughs> arm. <laughs> uh, but uh, is this a little bit? I know the combine. We were talking about powers last hour, and then also with this with Patton as well. The combine is next Tuesday. Of course, we know all that, and everybody converges on there for the meat market that that is, and whatever goes on that. But are, is this the one little few week period where the NFL doesn't, unless somebody goes and gets arrested, or I know there's a few other you know things that are coming up, certainly the <laughs> trades and all of that and everything. But this is about as downtime as you'll find the NFL. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, and it's interesting that the combine is so quick, right? Like, I feel like it used to be a little longer, you know, uh, between the end of the season. But yeah, like it, this is this is like truly like the dead period. Like when we talk about like recruiting, um, yeah. Um, I guess all we can really do is like look forward to the combine, and then if one of these quarterbacks gets traded, that's pretty much it. Well, and you know everybody's got. This is when they drop all their mock drafts and 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 all of that, and who they're going to franchise and transition. No one uses the transition anymore, right? I don't even know if that thing exists. <laughs> I haven't heard about it in a while. You're right. Yeah. Um, so Aaron Rodgers uh, is in darkness right now. When he comes out, did you any any luck over there, Patton? With but oh come on, man! All right, well I got a song for Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to play here in a minute. Are we going to do it right now? Okay, let's do it. This is this is dedicated to Aaron Rodgers. Come on, man! Give it up for that little war slipping into darkness. <laughs> do you think? Do you think you could do? Four days of darkness. Uh, no, uh, I, I could do like two days, like right when the NFL season ends. But like that third day, you're like, all right, this, I'm kind of done with this. Like I, I need to do something. No, four days of you know pure isolation. No, I couldn't do it. Wouldn't you start hallucinating and think, is that real or whatever? I don't know. Maybe it's the. You know, it's almost like you hear of those people that go out to the Southwest and, and, and eat peyote buttons, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, here's the thing. What's interesting about it is this. Look, we talked about it a month ago on this show that Aaron Rodgers is legitimately only concerned about Aaron Rodgers. And I'm telling you, he took this trip right at this time because 
this is when teams start looking at trading or signing for other quarterbacks. And if you look at the Jets, all right, the Jets are really the only NFL team that are kind of like really in on possibly doing that deal. If Derek Carr's up there visiting, right? Like if, if the Jets sign Derek Carr, in all reports that we're hearing out of Green Bay is that they're done with Aaron, like they want to trade and get out. Uh, yeah, man. Like, good luck. Like, it's just it's a mess, man. It's an absolute mess, and I don't know who would want to trade for him. Uh, his talent does not meet the level of just pain that you got to go through with this guy. <laughs> like, I, just out. Yeah. But isn't it intriguing, though, if you're – all right, let's just say the Titans right here. I mean, it's definitely an upgrade, but is it worth the hassle, right? Yeah. No, I mean, uh, yeah, like, your point is correct, right? Like, yes, 100%. The thing is, though, man, like, if you're making a trade, like, you're going to trade some pretty significant assets, and you're going to take on so much money, too, right? Like, and for what? A year? Like, you have no idea what you're going to get from this guy. Like you have to, and look, I understand. Like he's played a long time. I'm not being negative on. Hey, take your time, make up your decision. But it's really not that hard. Like he's he's handcuffed that organization two years in a row now because the entire team, franchise, everything cannot do anything until they know what their quarterback position is. Right? Like you can't do it. You can't prepare your draft. You can't do anything. Right, and he, I mean, he does this every year. So, good luck, whoever makes that trade. Have fun with that. And, and now the Jets are kicking the tires, uh, reportedly, on Ryan Tannehill. All right, and here's here's the thinking. Right, I mean, obviously they got Zach Taylor there, but um, okay. So Aaron Rodgers, they strike out there. Uh, Derek Carr, they strike out there. Jimmy Garoppolo, he goes and signs somewhere else. Right. Because uh, I still think he can be a, a top-tier quarterback in this league. He's proven it. Then then what do the Jets do? It's a good question. <clears throat> it's a really good question. Um, I don't know, right? Like, I, I don't know what the right answer is. Like, Derek Carr would be a great fit, but it's going to cost you a lot of money, right? Tannehill, you know, if you could make that trade, like, it wouldn't cost significantly much. You know, you're going to pay a little bit, but you're not paying, you know, $50 million, you know, like an Adam Rogers type deal. Tannehill's on a bad play right there. And I'll tell you what, like, I'm not anti Tannehill at all. I like Ryan Tannehill. But that's what I see. Like, this year's going to kind of be a little, uh, a little rough. I might go ahead and make that deal, try to get whatever I can for it and move forward. But, I mean, that's just my opinion. Well, and if you – then you do that, you're, you're – you go and get your quarterback of the future. You and and and, and go, but that doesn't that signal to everybody that they, this is a rebuild. Uh, if you do that, or or you keep Tannehill here and you go ahead and draft the quarterback of the future and let him be the bridge. Yeah, I mean, you know that like that that's that's all for interpretation, right? Like, I mean, we've seen teams that move on from quarterbacks. You know, it's all about the other side of that equation. What are you going to do? It's clearly not going to be in the league. Right? What do you do? You know, is it Josh Jones? Do you run with him in a bridge here? Do you go, you know, and, and use him to also draft? I mean, there's a lot of different options there. And you've got a brand new GM, you know, kind of running this thing with Brable, too. But yeah, like, you know, if you could get something for Tannehill, because it's probably going to be his last year, you might go ahead and do that, depending, you know, what those offers will be. 
Yeah, Alan Bell with us because you know obviously you look the uh, the quarterbacks at the top of in, in the uh, in the AFL or the AFC rather they're you know <laughs> it's pretty top heavy on that side including uh, Lamar Jackson the Ravens I mean don't they just have to go ahead and put the franchise tag on him eat the forty five million and control his rights until they can get something done with him if that's yeah. the way they're going to go yeah I mean it, it seems like it seems like the best way and, and that's like that, I would love to talk for with you for an hour, like on this whole Lamar Jackson situation. Because, man, like the Ravens are in a tough spot. What do you do, right? Like, there's positives and negatives. Man. But yeah, I think you're right. I think the franchise is probably the way to go. How good is he, or how good can he be? He's only, you know, you think about it. He's only 26 years old. He seems older, right? Yeah. Uh, is, you know, always the question: Can he be a big game passer? Uh, he's been hurt. Uh, in back-to-back years, I mean, but you're if you're the Ravens, you, you're sort of that old saying stuck between a you know a rock and a hard place because you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Well, there's two cliches in one sentence, by the way. You're welcome to use that. Uh, <laughs> nice job on yeah, that one. Uh, but yeah. what do you do with him? Yeah, like that's the hard part, right? So the, the, the big part is the injury situation, right? Because if, if he's injured, he, he can't go. He's not helping you at all. Now, an awesome dude, great locker room guy, great game. He's a great quarterback. Like he's solid. Like when he's on his game. But that being said, he he can create, obviously, you know, with his legs and with the arm, but he is a quarterback who kinda needs some weapons, right? Like and there's very few who don't, right? Like Patrick Mahomes could take any team and just roll out and go. Right? But I mean, you're going to have to adjust your offensive line. You're going to have to adjust your run game. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it with running a style of offense. It's just, you know, once you invest all of that, it's like, well, I don't have $45 million now for the quarterback, right? Like, I'd rather just go through the draft, you know, in the first round. So, it's so fascinating with that guy because, yeah, like, he can be great. Like, when everything is, is working, ugh, good luck. But, ugh. That, we haven't seen it in a few years. That, that's the risk. And you look at, you know, obviously the quarterback market, Derek Carr, Daniel Jones, I guess. The, talk about the narrative changing under Brian Dayball from one year to the other because who would have thought that, hey, we can't lose Daniel Jones now? Yeah, I know, right? And, look, they're going to be faced with a massive situation of what to do with that, right? Because, I mean, you can't blame these quarterbacks. But here's the thing, like, every, you know, well, here fans that talk about, like, all oh, these quarterbacks, like, they're demanding so much money. Look, they have to do it because the, 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 the players' union knows that the quarterbacks are the ones that raise the level for every single player across the league. So that's why these quarterbacks have to. And plus, it's your money, right? But that's why these quarterbacks do it. So they're kind of stuck as well. And you're the Giants. You're saying, look, man, we love Daniel Jones. He's solid. He fits what we do. But you know what? Brian Dable has a lot to do with that, too. Look at Josh Allen. Once Dayball left, like, not that Allen wasn't like, solid, but he wasn't the same. Like, you know, so you think to yourself, okay, well, maybe we have to go young. I mean, look at the quarterbacks that have been in the Super Bowl. You know, Mahomes, obviously, he's on his, you know, his deal. But Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, I mean, that, that just seems like that's the way to go. But it's hard to find those guys, too, man. Like, NFL, like, that, that level, GM, president, coach, it's, it's tough, man. You make one bad decision, you're done. It, it's hard. 
Alan Bell with us. Alan Bell 24-7 on Twitter, uh, CBS Sports, CBS Sports Digital. And the interesting thing about Tannehill and the dead money and all of that, if you move on, you're still going to have to eat a lot of it and, and, yep. and however that works. But there are a lot of bridge quarterbacks out there. If you want to move on from Tannehill, you want to draft your quarterback of the future, whoever that might be, if you want to move up and get – I guess there's the there's the three out there that everybody's talking about. Um I mean, Jacoby Brissett, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield maybe, uh, Jarrett Stidham, uh, even an, an Andy Dalton. There are a lot of those second-tier quarterbacks that have proven they can uh, – Gardner Minshew, who could win in this league. Yeah, there are. Now, you know, the tough part is this, is that you're going to need a couple of them um, because it, it's – look at these guys. Like, a lot of them have injury issues alongside of them. Um, and especially a team that, that doesn't really have a strength at the offensive line, nor the wide receiver position. Like, that's where it gets so difficult. So if you talk about a guy like Baker Mayfield, like, we loved what he did in Los Angeles coming out. I mean, that was great. But, yeah, like, I mean, they, they just got better, better pieces of the O-line and the wide receiver position to work with. Um, it's tough, man, like, because you're, you're just going to need a couple. Right, like, and you're probably gonna have to hold on to Dobbs, and you have to figure out what you're gonna do with Malik here. Um, yeah, man, like it, it, it's it's difficult. Like the, the the thing is is what is the plan, and we don't know. But it's like, what is the plan? Are are you waiting until next year to really start going for it? You just eat this year. You try to maintain and keep things level. You know, I think that's probably the way that they go. Just say, look, uh, let, let's let's not have a ton of change. Uh, and just get through it. That's probably the best way. Because once you start, once you start going to two to three different quarterbacks, man, it it, it can slip out of your hands so quickly. Allen, the Titans in game here. Who's who is is? Uh, I think they hold Pat. Really, I think they really do. Yep. And if they want to go draft the quarterback of the future, maybe they use some draft capital there. Uh, but they've got a lot of holes. We know all about you know tackle, uh, receiver. Uh, offensive line in general, that and, and a few other spots as well. But defensively, they seem side. It's almost it, it, it's a feel of let's let's stand pad another year, ride the Derrick Henry while he's still near or just starting the decline, and and that's how we'll roll and and plug and, and play. You know, because the division's getting better, but Jacksonville's not a world beater. Indy, what the hell's going on there? Houston, what the hell's going on there? So you're still in a division that's very winnable. Yes, 100%. And I agree. I think it's a game You know, you, you don't try to, you know, change too terribly much because you don't have the assets to really, you know, uh, make it good. So you just kind of stand back there. But the good thing is, is that now in the offseason, right, you're going to see a lot of teams that are releasing players, dropping players, all of that all offseason, and I think Mike Vrabel is, is pretty good, you know, at finding talent out there, so I, I think, that, you know, it might not be the most attractive thing to where you're kind of, you know, a mouse out back, you know, uh, of a restaurant, like going through the, you know, through the rummage bin, so to say, but, dude, you can find value out there, right? I, I would be finding every offensive lineman and every wide receiver that I could and saying, look, we're going to bring as many people into camp as possible, and we're going to move, we're going to switch this thing around. If we got to drop people, we got to drop them. Like, that's the way to go about doing it. You can make yourself a little bit better, and then next, you know, draft well, and then next year, the hope is you've got a young QB ready to go, the offensive line's a little bit better. Like, yeah, like, I think that's the plan. That's the best way of attack. 
All right, man. Hey, how much you uh, do with uh, you doing basketball right now? Okay, basketball's tough, buddy. Like college basketball is legitimately like if you're top five, you're gonna lose. Like they're all losing, so it's 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 difficult, man. I I I, I love college baseball being here. It's so much better of a sport with consistency there. Is it, can you find numbers on college baseball? Yeah, you know, go DraftKings. They've got most of them. A lot of those stuff. FanDuel, um, yeah. DraftKings. Yeah, draft team's the way to go for sure. All right. All right. Hey, Alan, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it, man. Hey, appreciate it, man. Be good. All right, Alan Bell, 24-7. We're wide open to the top of the hour. You want to give us a call? Here's how. 615-844-5600. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. At HIMS, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hymns.com slash joy. That's 4hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Hey, Nashville. Start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic. Treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Galton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanofRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. 
It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. When you picked up your first girl in college or at the bar, what do you do for every girl you meet after that? You do the same thing. You're just like, this works. So Vrabel, he's like, well, we just have to keep trying to get back to this. So it, it makes sense to me. That's why every time you go up to a girl's bar, you're just like, please, please, <laughs> please, please. It just worked that one the time. Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, putting the fun in dysfunctional. When, when you go to a girl's bar, okay, Bruno. <laughs> Ladies man, Bruno yeah, Reagan. Bruno Reagan. Mm-hmm. All right, 615-844-5600, if you want to give us a call. But, uh, Vanderbilt Baseball, right? Uh, the home opener uh, this afternoon. They got a couple days. It's going to be 80 degrees mm-hmm. Thursday. What? Uh, I mean, that's going to you know, – today may reach a, a an all-time high, tomorrow as well. But uh, you, if you want to get out and see some college baseball this afternoon, Vanderbilt uh, will be opening uh, the home portion uh, of their schedule uh, tonight against Central uh, – well, this afternoon, rather, Central Arkansas, 4-15. So the boys don't have a game. Uh, I mean, don't have a show, uh, right, for 15 minutes, maybe. But, uh, yeah, 4.30 this afternoon, 4.15. Andrew Allegret on the call for the uh, Commodores home opener at Hawkins Field. Central Arkansas today did all those times for tomorrow, UAB. UCLA uh, comes in this weekend, Friday, 4.30, Saturday, 1 o'clock, Sunday, noon uh, for uh, for the Commodores. And, and this time of the year, what is it, February 21st, mm-hmm. hit or miss on weather. But they're going to have a nice few days. Sure will. If they'd have played last Friday at home – like a lot of teams tried to do or did do, yeah, yeah, they did the right thing being in uh, in Arlington uh, this past uh, last weekend. Yeah, and, and well, in Tennessee, out to Phoenix, right. and you see a lot of those. Uh, um, but um, yeah, it should be fun. Uh, you know, Vanderbilt, the the um, a lot of blowback for the uh, the rules changes, obviously to speed up the game, the shot the the pitch shot clock, the pitch clock. Uh, and the batter clock now, right? You've got ten yep. seconds, and once you're in there, you you know what if you, I mean, I don't like the fact that you can't call it at least one timeout if you're not ready for the if the pitcher's pitch and you're not set, you know it's gonna the umpires are gonna, I think it's gonna you know but Tim Corbett is we'll talk to him Thursday morning at nine twenty five but seemingly they've already been in a faster game anyway they were the first ones to wear the, uh, the wrist. Like I don't know the term for it, where they could get the pitch call from the bench, right? Oh yes, yeah, from the dugout. Yeah, got the had the little watch almost. Yeah, the buzzer. it looked it looked like oh yeah, and it was shock them. Yeah, and and so I've read some quotes of some of the players. They they they're already playing fast anyway. Um, so. Now college football wanting to do the same sort of thing. They've released uh, not rule changes but proposals uh, to try and speed games up. Greg, I've done Austin P games and they've been four hours long. Um, it, it's I, I agree something needs to be done. It's just too long. NFL, you look they they're in and out in three hours every single time, even with overtime. Uh, college college football needs to change something. Just the time it takes is just unbelievable. I did not know this. Um, in the NFL, for years, if you call back to back consecutive timeouts. 
Like you'll see it in basketball, right? They'll yeah. come out, they'll call timeout, they'll come out and see how, like if it's late in the game, what offense or defense the other mm-hmm. team is in. Then you call another timeout. You cannot call consecutive timeouts in the NFL or it's a 15-yard penalty. Did you know that? I did. I did not know that. I'm a dummy. Uh, and now they're suggesting that for, for college football. How did I miss that? I mean, of all the – I mean – yeah, they're wanting to do that. They're also wanting to uh, incompletions. Um, they will start the clock after the ball is as uh, has been spotted, and uh, first downs no longer will be uh, stopping the clock. It'll just be rolling the whole time. Which I don't know why. <laughs> what uh, you see what the NFL's doing? I, I'm not sure why they don't just move to that. I don't know why they haven't done that already. Quite frankly. Yeah, a few others, um, uh, the not allowing untimed downs due to penalties at the end of the first and third quarters, which, I mean, if clock's over, clock's over, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, um, and that's with along the uh, the NFL rule. So, well, I don't know. I uh, it, it, Everybody's trying to speed up everything, right? Is that just because of the new uh, – you, you millennials don't have the attention span? What? I don't. I, I, mean, I don't either. You, you I don't me, either. I don't you either. You tell me, but was were games this long, ten, fifteen years ago? You I know, don't. if you look at the time, I, 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 you know, you could obviously there's the you can go and and find the list of of just, uh, uh, you know, each year the amount of time that it takes on, on every one of them. Um, but NFL, no. I mean, you're usually in what that three fifteen range. NFL's great, yeah. But college football can, and then you get into the overtime. Uh, this you know, which could go forever. Quite frankly, they have done a few changes there. But you know, I don't know. Uh, baseball will speeding up make anybody more interested? Probably not. Just the people who aren't going to watch it aren't going to watch aren't, it exactly. Because I mean, if 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 time is such an issue, they'll watch it until they're done watching, you know? I get you want to see the out- outcome of a game, but I don't know. All right. Yeah, everybody's trying to speed it up. We'll get a, Let's do this. We'll take this break, and then after the break, we'll talk to Dane. Woods Equipment Company would like to recognize and salute our veterans and local men and women in uniform. Let's remember them with our thoughts, prayers, and especially letters and packages from home. Our support will keep America strong. A strong, safe community starts with the concerns and involvement of its people. This important message was brought to you by Woods Equipment Company, located at 600 Davidson Street in Nashville. Give Woods Equipment Company a call at 615-256-5639. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. 
Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Actual Pie customer. As a small business, we're always looking for ways that we can offer the quality product and get some cost savings. Meet Michelle from J.J. Fister Distilling Company, a small business in California. When looking for workers' comp coverage tailored to the company's needs, she discovered Pie Insurance. We heard about Pie Insurance being geared for a small business, gave Pie a call, and ended up switching. Is your small business overpaying for workers' comp insurance? See how much you can save at IWantPie.com. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate, so your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. We saved about 30% off of our workers' comp insurance when we switched to Pie. It's as easy as Pie to get the savings you deserve. What are you waiting for? Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote in three minutes at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. You know, it's never too late to start feeling some March Madness. Be sure not to miss out on all the action. The High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity Bank as they return to Ford Center in downtown Evansville from March 1st through the 4th as the first week of entries into the NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are on sale through each OVC school ticket office, Ticketmaster.com, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. One is in great shape. The other is, well, a shape. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Got a few more moments and then we're 88 out of gate. Adios to Zeus. Before we do, though, let's uh, chat with uh, Dane. Dana, Dane. Never gonna let you fade away, away. Good morning, Dane. Man, the best buffer in all of sports talk right there. Hey, uh, I couldn't, uh, Greg. I couldn't agree with Pat more about trying to speed up college football uh, because the, you know, it's, I mean, I realize they got to sell soap powders and stuff, but man, uh, they have way too many TV timeouts when you go to a college, a major college football game. And I mean, there's been times uh, Tennessee games I've been to that we didn't get back to the hotels. With, Two o'clock in the morning or something. Uh, you know they need to speed it. If, if my thing is, if the NFL can hold it three hours, then why can't college football hold it three hours? Thoughts? No, nah, I mean it's it's a different game, obviously, but um, I, I don't know why not either. Should it be? I mean, should it? I don't know. Well, I mean, they're getting closer and closer to the NFL model all the time. Why not? Or the NFL models getting closer to the college game with its offense. Well, whichever, whichever way yeah. you want to go, whichever way you want to go, that's fine. But I mean, the players are getting they're getting out and outplayed now, and all this other NIL and all this other stuff. So uh, why not hold it for three hours? I, I I think it make it I think it make it better all the way around. 
So y'all are not with the pitch clock on, on baseball, or y'all are? I am I, in that I'm not a big fan of you know once a batter's in the batter's box he can't call timeout. I mean if if the if he's not set he's not set. But uh, that I I'm really trying to find. Here's what I want to see, and here I have found it: the average game times of uh, FBS games last year. Okay, is there a problem? Uh, last year it was 3:21. 2021, 318, 2020, 321, 2019, 316, 2018, 316. So over a five-year period, the length went basically five minutes longer. Is that is that noticeable? Uh, I mean, that's the average length of FBS games the last five years. The average plays is, I believe, for the NFL, it's in the 150 range. For college football, it's 180. Yeah, thirty plays more a game. It, well, if you're a fan, isn't that good? No. <laughs> Why don't you want more plays? You want less downtime, the same amount of time, right? I don't know. Because, but three twenty one is what it was last year. Well, you know, up three, I mean, I guess, up longer than three. It doesn't seem. It maybe seem longer, but is it really? Yeah, but I mean, I, they. It just seems like those TV timeouts in college football, man. Every time you turn around, the guy in the red hat's coming out there with the, you know, with the, the timer and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it seems like every time you turn, and then when you watch NFL games, it seems like they move right along. I, it, maybe it's perception. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I would, uh, I'd like to see that too. But I'm thinking the NFL's right in that same range, right? Three fifteen, three twenty. I don't know. It just seems faster. I, I'm going to noon kickoffs, and I'm back in my car by 3.15. I'm walking across the bridge. Average uh, times, uh, they're down, um, I don't have it much. They're in the low, th- like 3.05. You know, three, so they're about 10 to 15 minutes quicker than college games. Yeah. Well, that's all I had, fellas. Y'all have a good day. All right. Yeah, I, it Maybe it's the perception of it. It doesn't. Yeah, it, you know, maybe. you're you're three twenty one last year, and you're looking at three oh eight maybe in the NFL. So negligible amount of time for an afternoon. But it, you're right. I guess the perception's reality, right? And some of the, I guess you know, that's putting all the games. I'm not mm-hmm. watching every college football game. It's easier to watch most NFL games these days with red zone and in and, and NFL ticket package and all that stuff but it just seems like those bigger games like and this is it all has to do with play style you watch a Tennessee game they're not getting done within three hours and 15 minutes I I'd, I'd like to venture how many times they got under three and a half hours just the way they play and that's not that's not college football's fault I guess but that's just the way Tennessee does it and they <laughs> did a pretty good job doing it last year yeah, I'd like to even look. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see the numbers, yeah. and, and you know, tell me, you know, what the numbers are. Um, but you know, that could you can easily go back and just look at all the box scores. I'm just trying to find a random game from last year. Um, but I don't know. I, I I don't. I understand speeding it up, but is there a lot of difference? Really, I think it's perception more than reality. Sure. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Vanderbilt baseball this afternoon, four fifteen, the pregame. Andrew Allegretto on the call, 4.30. The home opener against Central Arkansas tomorrow afternoon, UAB. Those same game times. And then this weekend over at Hawkinsfield uh, with um, 
Vanderbilt uh, and UCLA will have all those uh, games as well. Uh, UT baseball back in August. We start needing to mention UT baseball more yep. now, right? Uh, after going one and two on their trip, they are uh, uh, at home uh, this afternoon at three uh, thirty Central against Alabama A and M. They play them uh, today and tomorrow this weekend. They've got uh, Dayton at home for uh, their uh, first weekend series at home. Tony Valls needs to warm those bats back up. They're a little little cold uh, th- this weekend. See if you can't get them hot this week. They, they're not even going to make the NIT. Nah. <laughs> I love baseball, how people, oh, what do they do? That You know, they're, they're supposed to win every game, right? Anyway, Especially how yeah. they started last week, <laughs> last year. They didn't lose till mid-March. That's true. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Hey, coming up this afternoon, the McFarlands, uh, Justin and Darren, 2-4. to four. Uh, And then at 4.15, as I mentioned, Vanderbilt baseball against uh, Central Arkansas. Andrew Allegret on the call here, 4.15, 4.30, first pitch. Have a good day, everybody. Jim Rome next.